we back. What's going on, world? It's Monday. Y'all know how we do each and every Monday podcast day. Pull out your pen and pad. Hope y'all ready. We got personality guru Merrick Rosenberg on the line today. He going to share some gems, something that may be new to a lot of you guys. It's based on personality. You know, it's, have you ever wondered why you don't click with certain people? Why there may be some friction with some people and why you just click with others? We're going to be talking about that. And there's some gems in this one. Check it out. And do check out his book, The Chameleon. Where it's, 20, it's a collection of 22 short stories that kind of make it all make sense. So... I ain't going to take up too much on this intro. It's a lot of gems to be unpacked here. Personality expert, Merrick Rosenberg. Let's go, baby. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, world? We back with another From Hood to Good episode. It's your boy, Ronnie Jacks, holding it down. And I got another special episode lined up for you guys featuring Merrick Rosenberg. You guys don't want to miss this one. Three books. He's going to tell you something about yourself that you probably never even knew about. And I could get long-winded like you've probably seen with the previous episodes, but let's just say say what's up to him, Merrick. Let him know. I'm not just talking to myself. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do it, Ronnie. All right, Merrick, we are familiar with personality types, you know, and you are the personality type guru. So... Just break down the four personality types that you talk about. Uh, speed version. There's four styles. I linked them to four birds because it makes it easy. So uh, I'll give you a quick rundown. If you picture someone who is an eagle, you picture an eagle. They're confident. They're assertive. They're take charge. They're direct. They're confident. They, they, they know what they want. Take somebody who's a parrot. Parrots are talkative. They're social. They love to be with others. They're outgoing. They're fun. They've got tons of energy. Take a dove, probably reminds you of peace and harmony and everybody wants to get along and, and they, they listen well and they just want people to be happy. And then you've got the owl. They're all about knowledge. They're about information and they want lots of details and they're accurate and they're logical and they ask tons of questions. So we've got the eagle, parrot, dove, and owl. Uh, those are the four types, but nobody's just one. You're a combination of all of them. Mine's a parrot, eagle. Somebody could be an eagle, owl. You could be a various combination of the styles, but, but they're a mix of all four of those. Mm-hmm. So can you give us an example of someone who's popular in pop culture of each personality type, the eagle, the parrot, the dove, and the owl. Like, I believe the eagle would be, um, well, I'm drawing a blank right now. Because we just saw the Olympic, uh, you know, the, the U.S. championships. Look, somebody like Simone Biles is an eagle. She is just risk taker, goes for it. It's all about results wants to be the best. Um, I, I picture people who are like the, the parrot style, like a, a Jimmy Fallon or, or a Kevin Hart. They're funny, they're outgoing, they've got tons of charisma. 
You know, picture somebody like like Tom Hanks. Everybody always talks about him as just the nicest guy in Hollywood. He's got so much dove energy. Um, Mr. Rogers is a great example of the dove style. Just like people who you look at and go, they're just so nice. Uh, you know, it's funny. Beyonce has a lot of dove, but she ha she was had to get on stage and she needed an eagle alter ego. So she creates Sasha Fierce so she could walk out on stage because she has so much dove that she just doesn't like that big stage, all those people. But when she puts the costume on, she's the dove, she becomes the eagle. You know, it takes somebody who's an owl, somebody like a Bill Gates or, or Mark Zuckerberg, just very logical, very analytical, very detail oriented. So as you think of those people, does that resonate with you? Can you see absolutely 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 now um this is something very new to a lot of people like a lot of people we we've all taken that personality assessment we know that i n g g b right. or the d f c n k a <laughs> you know we know a whole lot of letters but how did you come across this um just making it so simplified where it can resonate with a lot of people. Well, to your point, nobody remembers the letters. I used letters for like 15 years and, and I would go back into a company that I ran a training program for. I taught them the letters. And then like three weeks later, they're like, wait, which one's the D again? Wait, what's the I? Wait a minute. Which I think I, is I'm the C. What's the, I'm like, okay, you're driving me crazy. I spent a half a day with you and you don't even remember it. And the problem is that people just don't remember the letters. But if I were to say to you, all right, this person is an eagle. Two years from now, you'll still know what that is because it's intuitive. And that's, that was what I wanted to do is I wanted to create something that was so simple and visual because if it's visual, we remember it. The letters just, they're just not sticky. People just don't remember it. And then the birds are. I just want to interject you guys, you know, go to MerrickRosenberg.com. It sounds just, just spell it out. It's two R's and a Merrick, MerrickRosenberg.com. Check it out. You could get a lot of info, but um, let's shift gears right now. Like, how did this all come about? You know, what, like, what, third eye because a lot of people are unaware to this like what third eye open to make you realize listen these are these kind of people and it all makes sense can you make it make sense for us Sure. The, the styles have been around for thousands of years. So if you go to ancient China, ancient Greece, the Native Americans uh, in North America, you know, you go all around the world, there always seem to be four styles and they're always the same four. And you say How's that possible? I mean, I don't think the ancient Chinese culture interacted with the Native Americans uh, on this continent. So how do they keep figuring out the same four? And you know what? There's brain chemistry. There's, there's brain quadrants that really drive who we are. And there really are four main styles. Uh, and I, I was writing a book and I was trying to describe the letters. And I was like, no one's going to remember this. Just nobody is going to remember these letters. And I was like, I got it. I got to create something more visual. And I always think of it as like the birds flew into my awareness. And within 30 seconds, I was like, well, okay, there's the D style. Cause I always use the disc model D I S C, but nobody remembered that anyway. And I, and I was like, all right, which is the D I'm like, well, that D is the dominant. That's the Eagle, that interactive style. That's the parrot that supportive style, that's the dove, and the conscientious C, that's the owl. And then done. I, I mean, I, I, within moments, 
it was there. And, I, and then I built a whole company around it, wrote a few books around it, and, uh, and just having a blast sharing it with people. Mm. Now, Merrick, you got three books out. Are you going on the fourth? Fourth one is done. My first three are for adults. I just wrote one called Which Bird Are You? And it's for children. And uh, it's to teach kids about the styles. And that'll be out later this year. And, and what's really cool about that is I hear people all the time say to me, I wish I knew this before. And then it gets filled in with different things. Like, I wish I knew this before I became a parent. I wish I knew this before I had children. I wish I knew this before I started working. I've had CEOs say to me, I wish I knew this before I was a CEO. And the theme there is, I wish I knew this when I was younger. And, and how awesome would it be if we teach kids who they are and how to get along better with others? If we can teach it to children, it changes their lives. Mm, hold on, we waxing deep right now. I, I don't want this to go in above anybody's head. Can you tell us how someone can apply this information to their personal life? Like, how does this apply to everyday life? So, so you're a parrot. I'm a parrot too. That's my main style. Imagine awesome. we're talking to an owl. And, and interestingly, parrots and owls do tend to get married most often. And so, so I'm talking to an owl and my wife's an owl and she asks me for instructions. I need to show her how to do something. And I just go, oh, all you do is this, takes you five seconds. As an owl, do you think that is enough information? <laughs> it's like what we do, and this is the underlying theme here. We impose our personality on other people. And if I'm a parrot, how much detail do I need? Not very much. So if I'm giving instructions to an owl, I probably don't provide enough. And, and so I have to recognize who am I talking to? Take an eagle and a dove. Often eagles and doves are married. Picture an, an eagle is talking to a dove and the dove is upset. She just had a day. She's frustrated. And the eagle says, you know what I would do? Here's what I would do. Here's how we'll fix it. You know what? Give me the phone. I will fix it for you. And what the dove really just wanted was, I'm so sorry. It sounds like you had a hard day. And what that eagle's doing is imposing their personality on the dove. And that's the theme here. No matter what style you are, you have to honor other people for who they are. Speak to them in their language instead of impose your style on them. And that's the big lesson. If I can understand myself, understand others, and make sure I don't impose my personality on them. Mm, so it sounds like eagles are tyrants. <laughs> Well, you if know what we I mean? dial it up, yeah, see what you're hitting on is right. If you dial it up too much and push it in the red zone, direct becomes offensive, assertive becomes aggressive, but it's true for all the styles. If you take the parrot, they're optimistic, dial that up too much, they become unrealistic. The owl, they need mm. things to be right. Dial it up too much, they're the perfectionist and can't finish anything. You take the dove and they're all about compassion. But picture like the grandmother who's the dub, but dials it up way too much, pushes it in the red, into the red zone. And they're like, here, eat. No, no, I'm full. No, 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 here, I'll put it on your plate. I'll tell you what, take it home with you. Here, no, no, you eat it, you eat it. It's love, but it's smothering. Even love dialed, to, dialed up to an extreme is too much. And, and so what you're hitting on is right. If we overuse our strengths, now our personality works against us. So you've got to use your strengths well but don't overuse them. Mary, you coming out the gate hitting hard, baby, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Guys, 
Like I said before, check it out, MerrickRosenberg.com. Merrick, a lot of our listeners are also parents. Now, how soon can they identify what type of child they're dealing with? Because if you're an eagle parent and you got a, let's say, a parrot child, like, how does that interaction work? Like, is there any clashing? Like, what happens there? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. See, the, the challenge is, is that as parents, they try to change their kids to be like them. So in other words, let's say you've got an eagle parent and you've got a dove or you've got a parrot child. That parrot, picture going on a road trip with a parrot child. They talk nonstop from the second they get in that Are car. Are we there yet? Right. All right. They're just, they're telling stories. They're singing. They're just talking the whole way. And, and the parent, that eagle parent is like, oh, you're just driving me crazy. But they're not allowing the child to be who they are. Or imagine a eagle parent with a dove child. And that eagle parent tells that dove kid, you need to be more assertive. You need to take charge. You need to be the leader. But the dove child is like, I, that's just not me. And so what happens is that eagle parent, this is true for any parent when their style is different from their kids, they send a really bad message to their child. And the message is who you are isn't okay. Because if you are more like me, I would love you. I would respect you. You're going to be successful. But if you're not like me, you're not going to make it. And parents mm. try to change their kids to be more like them sends a very bad message that you don't respect your child for who they are as a person. So whether it's a child or a spouse or a coworker, we've got to honor who they are and not try to change them. Is there any kind of way that, say for instance, I was born as a parrot. Let, let's just use me as an example. I'll be the guinea pig. I'm, I'm born as a parrot and I'm dealing with people, you know, because to my knowledge, uh, parrots can be, a little adjustable, you know, they're a little flexible and they're dealing with, let's, let's just go with the eagles. <laughs> a parrot dealing with an eagle, like how would that interaction look like if um, a parrot knows that he's right and the eagle is saying something that may not agree with the parrot per se? Like how would that interaction look like? Well, it's interesting because parrots feel that they're right. Their gut tells them. Eagles know that they're right. And, mm. and so the thing is, when you're talking to somebody and their style is different from yours, you've got to honor their style. If I'm a parrot, I'm talking to an eagle. I always say, be brief, be brilliant, be gone. Tell them what you need to tell them and get out of there. <laughs> if you're an eagle talking to a parrot, dial up your energy and your enthusiasm. Be excited. If you're talking to an to an owl, be specific, provide information, be organized. If you're talking to a dove, be personable, just be genuine and sincere and ask about them as an individual. And so the key is talking to that person the way they need to be spoken to, direct to an eagle, to an eagle, factual to an owl, genuine to a dove, enthusiastic to a parrot, but speak their language. And you know, what's really cool. When you speak their language, they hear you and you're more likely to get your needs met when they get their needs met. Mm, absolutely. And I don't know if you guys caught that, but there's a different way to communicate with each personality. I 
I'm not the expert, but if you're dealing with an eagle, you got to talk to an eagle a certain way. Parrot, talk to him a certain way. Dove, certain way. Owl, certain way. This information, a lot of people need to know about. And well, well, how, how, about, how about this? Have you ever met somebody where their style was totally different from yours? And you and you spoke to them, but you just didn't connect with them. You ever have that feeling like, man, we just don't, we're not connecting at all. And it's because maybe you're the parrot, maybe they're an owl or they're an eagle or a dove, but they're so different from you. And, and you can't quite place it. Why can't I just connect with this person? Because sometimes you meet somebody else, like another parrot, and you feel like I've known them my whole life and you can talk to them all night long. But sometimes mm -hmm. you ever have that moment where you've met somebody and they just don't click with you they don't connect it's like they're speaking a different language oh all the time yeah definitely all the time yeah can i possibly be an eagle a parrot a dove and an owl at the same time or am i just locked into this one thing that i am you can display any style but let's take somebody like oprah She's my last book was called The Chameleon. And I think she's a great example of the chameleon. She has moments where she's the parrot. She's charismatic on stage that you get a car, you get a car, big energy. She has moments where she's the dove. She's crying with her guests, the philanthropy, the charity work. That's so dove. She's a phenomenal interviewer. Asking questions is an owl skill set. And she's great. The she doesn't just own a business. She owns an empire, billions of dollars. There is so much eagle in her in terms of running that business. I think Oprah's secret, the, the secret sauce is that she can be the eagle, the parrot, the dove, or the owl. And that's what we're all striving to do is to be the chameleon, to use the right style in the right moment. And, and look what she did. I mean, look at that level of success. And I think it comes from the fact that no matter what is needed, she adapts to the moment and she flexes into that bird style and does it. And, and I'm sure she doesn't necessarily know the birds, but it's just intuitive for her. And, and that's what we're learning here is the, how can you use your personality and flex and adapt to what's needed in that situation? Mm, so which one is the best? <laughs> it depends what's needed in the moment. <laughs> All of them can be, all of them can be incredibly successful. All of them can be incredibly likable. Uh, every we can think of examples of superstars and business leaders and incredible actors and amazing people in sports or politics that are all four styles. Uh, every one of them can be incredible, but you got to use the right style at the right time. So can you be born as a dove? Because when you say dove, I think of children, I, honestly, you know, well, Maybe I use that very loosely, but dove is like, it, it sounds like Karen, you know, like I, I just view children as being uh, very malleable, you know, and it, it sounds like a lot of children can be a dove, but what do you think? Um, do you think it was, it is like things that happen in your life that could kind of mold you into an eagle, parrot, owl? Like, do you think it's, do you, do you think you're born this way or is it things that happen in your life that kind of mold you into this thing, into this it, thing? Yeah, know? that's a great question. It, it's a little of both. I mean, there's no doubt that when, if anyone who has children and you have two children and I will bet you they were different from day one, 
One of them was a little fussy, one smiled a lot, one was very playful, one didn't care about what blanket they had, another one it had to be put on them in the right direction. I mean, it's, it's my, I have one child who's a parrot, I have one child who's an owl. Uh, my parrot child, I, I remember year, when they were little, we had this little bouncy chair that, that you put in the doorway and it keeps them busy so you as a parent can do some other things. And my owl child bounced very slowly and methodically, it was like he was bouncing to a rhythm, like a metronome. It was slow, it was safe, and it was perfect. My parrot child got into that little bouncy chair, took four steps back, and like a missile launched forward at four Gs, like he was gonna fly out of it. He was jumping in every direction. I mean, he's he's a skateboarder now. That's what he does for his, his living. And, and it's because he's a risk taker, he's daring. I saw that at six months. And there was nothing I could have done about it. My owl child, he's an engineer today. I didn't do that. He was hardwired like that. Now, does sometimes do sometimes our the situation and our life events impact us? Absolutely. And our style can change over time, but it's pretty unlikely. If you're a, a super strong eagle kid and your dove is very low, you're not going to be a very strong dove and very low eagle later on in your life. Our styles they move and they ebb and flow here and there, but it's not like they completely reverse themselves. Uh, that doesn't necessarily happen, but it does change over time. Now, Mary, we going to um, take the gloves off a little bit. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I put my eagle hat on. I'm ready. <laughs> now, um, if you're in... I, I hate to keep picking on the eagle. So let's just go with the owl. If you're an owl, how can that be a bad thing for you? You know what I mean? Like how can look, you're an owl, you like you you're you're wise, you analyze everything, you take cautious steps, but how can that not work in your favor? Right? And that, and that happens for every style. For an owl, if they take too much time to analyze things, they can't make a decision. If they get so caught up in the task, they get detached from the people. Yeah, you take a parrot. If they are so talkative, they just aren't listening. It, they, they don't hear anything because they just want to tell their own story and not listen to other people's stories. If you're an eagle, you just want to take charge, but you don't listen to the ideas of others. If you're a dove, they may become too passive and may let others make all the decisions and then they don't get their own needs met. So every style has to be careful because there's a, there's two sides to the coin. You've got to use the style to help you, but you got to make sure that the flip side isn't getting in your way. And so if, if you know your style, like, you know, I'm an owl, I need to make sure I don't take too long. I need to seek excellence, but not perfection. If you're a parrot, I can talk. But I have to give other people a chance to talk too. You know, it's it's this idea that use your strengths, be yourself, but just don't overuse them and, and don't really tap into that flip side of the style and, and have it work against you. Because it can, but if you're aware of the styles, you tend to use your, your strengths and it helps you. Mm. Now, I think as like when people would visit Merrick Rosenberg, you know, um, and kind of figure out their style, Owl, dove, parrot, eagle, they're gonna be like, man, I wish I was an eagle. Who will win in the fight? <laughs> you know, it's Who funny. Will win? 
they, 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 sometimes people wish they were a parrot. Sometimes they wish they were a dove. Sometimes they wish they were an owl. It depends on, on who you are. You know, some, I have people who are like, I wish I was a parrot. They're so fun. I wish, and other people say, I wish I was a dove. They seem so relaxed all the time. They don't seem stressed. I wish I was an owl. I wouldn't make so many mistakes if I were an owl. I wish I were an eagle. I wouldn't get walked on. You know, there's no, this is the good style. This is the one everybody wants to be. There's strengths to every one of them. That, that's the beauty of the birds is that there's, they're all positive. There's no bad style. Whoever you are, it's a good thing. You don't have to change who you are to be somebody else. You know what? That, that just resonates with me because it sounds like we all need each other, you know? Can there be too much parrot? Can there be too much eagle? Can there be too much dove or owl, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you're in a group of people. If you Imagine if you have a whole group of people and it's all parrot. They're all talking, but they're not getting anything done. You can have too much eagle. They have vision. They know what they want to achieve. They go from idea to implementation in 2.3 seconds. They have an idea, but they have no plan. Yeah, because they don't have any owls. <laughs> owls, you can have too much owl energy. They can spend all their time examining what they need to do, but never make a decision. You could have so much dove. They spend so much time just making sure everybody's happy, but nothing gets accomplished. So especially if you have too many people of one style, you can have a lot of that energy. So it's really cool because it plays out not just for individuals, but you can take a group whether it's at work or, or a church or a sports team and you have too much of one style and it magnifies that style a lot and then the styles can get in the way. They need some balance, a little of everything. Merrick, what type of styles, because there's four personalities here, you know, and me being human, I know everyone doesn't just mesh together well. What styles do you think mesh together better than others like can parrots and eagles get along owls and doves like how does that work that's the beauty of the four styles is that any two people can get along if they understand themselves and they understand each other now having said that overwhelmingly parrots and owls do tend to get married they're, you know, you got this big energy parrot, the more reserved owl, this big picture parrot, the detail-oriented owl. But then also eagles and doves tend to get married as well. So it, any style combo can be happy, can be in great relationships, can work well with each other. But the real key is if you understand who they are and you don't judge them, that if you try to change them into being someone else and you question, why do they have to do it like this? Why can't they do it like I do it? If that's your mindset, it doesn't matter who you're working with, you're going to have conflict. But if your mindset is, we all have gifts, we're all different, we're all special, in that diversity, there's power. And, and we should honor that diversity. And, and diversity comes in all different shapes and sizes. And diversity of personality is just another one. It's, it's our, they're different than me, but I shouldn't judge them for being different. I should honor the fact and value the fact that they're being different. There's a great quote by Krishnamurti, and he said, the highest form of human intelligence is the ability to observe without judging. When you let go of judgment and we accept people for who they are, any two people can get along and get along well. And, and that's mm. the beauty of understanding this. Now, it sounds like when you describe an eagle, they wouldn't be okay with that. It sounds like an eagle would say, is this way that's how I'm rocking. You can't tell me nothing different. 
how would you can you tell us how to communicate with each if, if, sure. if that's possible well, yeah what i would say is the eagle you just described though is the eagle in the red zone the eagle who's taken their strengths and their strengths are confident and and they have a sense of vision and, and results but they've dialed it up so much that now they're not open to other people's ideas my way or the highway so how do you talk to each style if i'm talking to an eagle be confident, be direct, be assertive. Imagine if I walked up to an eagle and I said, I have an idea. If, if you have a second, is that okay? Eagle is going to look at you like, no, I don't have a minute. But if you walk up to an eagle and say, I have an idea, give me two minutes. I think this is going to make things a lot better. You got two minutes. Eagles are like, go tell me, you know, it's like, be direct. If you're talking to a parent, the more excited you are, the more excited they are. Dial up your energy. You create connections. If you're talking to a dove, dial down the energy. How are you? How's it going? What's happening? How's, how's the kids? How's the dog? How's your spouse? It's, it's finding out about them. Connect with the dove. Owls, be organized. Be prepared. Have all your information. If you're talking to them, not a lot of emotion. Just tell them what you need to tell them, but have a lot of detail. But how different are those four are, that's so significantly different the key is to think about who am I talking to? How do they, how, what do they need? How should I speak to them? Merrick, I got a few names for you lined up. I'm so ready. I'm, I'm gonna say these names and you tell me who they are, like what kind of person they are, Barack Obama. He's interesting. Obama is the, a very unique combination. Only 1% of the population. He is the dove and eagle combo. He, he is compassionate and empathetic, also confident. When you have that combo, they speak with such confidence and empathy. I'll give you a few other people that shared that style. Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., Nelson Mandela. That is a power group of people. He's got a lot of dove empathy and a lot of confidence too. Oprah Winfrey. She's a combination. I think she's what I call the chameleon. She's got all four styles. I think she's probably more of a parrot eagle, but I think she can do all four styles equally well. Oh, wow. That's the safe answer. Come on, baby. You got to give us something. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Oh, he's an eagle. He, he would dial up the parrot when he walked onto stage and, and took the new iPod out of his pocket, but then he would get into an elevator and yell at people. <laughs> he had a lot of eagle energy. He got fired from his own company and then they hired him back because he was so visionary. <laughs> okay, let's go with the new, let's go with the newer generation, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is fascinating. I mean, first of all, he's got some parrot. I mean, who would send their Tesla out into space? I mean, that's pretty cool. But he's also got a lot of owl also. In fact, that's a very inventive style. Some of the most inventive, creative people have been that style. Think Thomas Edison, Ben Franklin, these incredible inventors, but also the PR master. They're, Edison was called the Wizard of Menlo Park, and ben, ben Franklin was the politician and the statesman. I think somebody like Elon Musk, he loves to be out there talking to people, but he's also incredibly creative and innovative. I think he's got, he's an, another combo that is less than 1% of the population, which is the owl and parrot combo. One last name. Richard Branson. Richard Branson. He's the parrot. He's an example of a parrot leader. I mean, he wrote a book. This is such a parrot book title. Screw it. Just do it. I mean, that is a parrot book title if I've ever seen one. He just goes for it. Like, 
Uh, start a record company? Sure, I'll figure it out. How about start an airline? How hard can that be? <laughs> a rec- you know, how about a, you know, a, a telecommunications firm? Yeah, we could do that. I mean, he just goes for it. He's, he's got a big smile. He's always just bringing energy and charisma, total parrot style. Okay. Wow, Carl. I know I said one last one, but I one got more. a wow call for you. <laughs> Stephen King. Stephen King is interesting. I think he's got a lot of owl. Uh, I, I've read, I read his book, which is on, on how to write a book. And he was fascinating. He, this is such an owl thing. One of his recommendations was when he would write a book years ago on a typewriter, when he, you know, it's, there were no computers back in the 70s, he's writing it on a typewriter. He said, I would take the book, I would put it into a shoebox, and I would put it in my closet and I wouldn't look at it for a year because I would get so attached to every word. I would know how long it took to write that paragraph. And I needed to just put it away so that when I take it out of the shoebox and I look at that paragraph and I go, ah, that's not right, throw it away. And he had no attachment to it. But owls get very attached to what they write because it took so long to perfect it. So I, I think he's got a lot of owl energy in there. But can you see mm. how we can look at people and figure out their style and, and how amazing that is? Because if we can meet people, figure out their style, then we can flex and adapt to them. Absolutely. I think if you're um if you're in a position of power and you are trying to, I, I, I wouldn't say manipulate, but if you're trying to maneuver in a direction that makes sense for your business, you need to put, for example, if you own a restaurant, you need parrots as your waitresses or, and your waiters. You need eagles as, the peop, as your managers. You need doves as your customer service. And you need owls as your uh help me out here <laughs> they may be, you know actually they're often the cooks too the chef is often an owl there's a very specific way you make it you make it this exact way every time i mean imagine a parrot in the kitchen a little of this a little of that i can never make the same thing twice it just i don't even know how i made it it was great though <laughs> <laughs> yo Merritt, you just spoke to me because i made something like not too long ago and I'm like, I'm gonna put a little bit of this, put a little bit of that. It came out awesome. But I you can't make it again. again. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do it again. Well, you can't put the chef in a <laughs> someone who's a parrot as the head chef because they're gonna be like, I made it once. It was great, but I don't know how to do it again. Owls, and, and what you hit on is exactly right. Is there's different different styles, different people who have different styles play different roles. And, and that's what makes a great team is, is you let people shine because they're in the right role that their personality can shine. And, and how awesome is that when your personality shines every day? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm taking away from this that everybody fits together like a puzzle. Other than that, like, why would this be important to somebody? If I'm just a regular guy, I'm living my life, I'm getting what's best for me and I'm doing my thing. You know, how would this relate to me? Like, what would make me want to look more deeper into this? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, the thing is that you, the, the more you understand the birds and you understand your own style, that's how you build strong and lasting relationships with people. 
not just with your spouse, but with your children, with your coworkers, just interacting with people out in the world. That when, when you treat others the way they want to be treated, people feel respected. So if we want to know why should we learn this, imagine what kind of energy are you putting out in the world? Are you, are you treating people how they would want to be treated? Imagine going to work every day and you got treated how you want to be treated, how nice that would be. And so mm-hmm. it's about just creating a better world for us. But on a personal level, it's about building great relationships. It's about accomplishing our own goals in our career. To be presented with a, with a, a whole nother aspect of, of, of thinking, I think it's revolutionary. I think it's something that you need to dive into. Listen, Merrick is here to be that spark that ignites that new train of thought that you guys may have never even considered. And I'm happy to um, make that connection for you guys. Um, so Merrick, can you tell them, wait, but you got you got two books, wait, three books, is there a fourth or am I mistaken? Yes, three books right now. Later on this year, the children's book will be out. But, uh, but that's a great place to learn about the styles. Is uh, I would recommend The Chameleon is a great place to start. It's called The Chameleon, Life-Changing Wisdom about, about you and everyone you know, right? It's just about, it's about like, who are you? And so, so The Chameleon, it's a collection of 22 fun fables. They're fun little stories about the eagles, parrots, doves, and owls, but it will really teach you about how to use the styles in your life. So you can check out The Chameleon. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, If you like to listen to books, it's on Audible and iTunes. Uh, And then also uh, you can go to MerrickRosenberg.com and uh, and learn a little bit more. You can see the books there. You can see uh, some of the, the, learn about the work that I do and discover the birds. Other than that, okay. Let's get down to the fun stuff. Now, before all of our guests leave, we used to ask, how did you meet your wife? Because, well, we stopped asking that question. That's a good question. (laughs) That's a fun story. (laughs) Hey, if you want to share, we we all up to it. Sure, sure. Actually, I I met my wife in a karate class uh, when we were in college. Uh, we did karate for a long time. Then when we, we left college, we actually started our own karate school and, and ran a karate class together for about 25 years. <laughs> what? That is the shortest, simplest, most beautiful story <laughs> that I have ever met, <laughs> that I have ever heard, actually. Um, but the real question that I wanted to ask prior to that was, what do you do for fun? Because um, we are striving for better as i believe everyone should and you know i i know wholeheartedly that you can it's impossible to be just that animal mode every time although we although it it sounds sweet on the on the television screen it sounds sweet when you put it in front of everybody but when you have that downtime whether it be just you and your wife whether it even be yourself like alone like what do you do to relax, what do you do for fun? Yeah, I, I do a few things. I, I play guitar, so I pick up an acoustic guitar and just hang out and play. That actually is very resetting for me. Uh, I, I think the other thing that really resets me is nature. So, you know, finding time to just get out into a park, out into the woods, uh, and just trees and, and fresh air, there's something about it. You know, you just got to find it, make time for it, uh, and get out and get some fresh air. And it just, you know what, when you spend an hour in nature, it resets you. 
Mm, are you familiar with grounding? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, I, I've taught through martial arts. I taught meditation for about 25 years as well. So just about just connecting with the earth. Uh, so powerful. Mm. Okay. Merrick has connected with martial arts. So don't run up on him because he may break your neck. <laughs> but I would do it with a smile because I'm a Merrick, <laughs> I want to thank you, man. I'm having so much fun right now, but I want to be so respectful of your time. This has been a dope experience, and I want to encourage you guys to go check out Merrick Rosenberg. That's M-E-R-R-I-C-K-R-O-S-E-N-B-E-R-G. That was a lot to spell out, so I'll leave it in the show notes. <laughs> I'll leave it in the show notes for you guys. You know how we do make it simple and sweet for you guys to just click a button and go get that dope info. Merrick, any final thoughts, you know what I mean, to leave with our audience? Yeah, I would just tell you, tell people, don't impose your personality on others. Think about who you're talking to. Treat them the way they need to be treated. Mm, it sounds like you was talking directly to Eagles there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true for everybody. It's, it's true for all four styles. <laughs> oh, I love it, baby. Thank you so much, Merrick. That's all we got. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another one. Now, another from Hood the Good Banger featuring my man Merrick Rosenberg. Go check him out. All the links are in the show notes. MerrickRosenberg.com, the book, all of that good stuff. Left it right there. Click down below. And like I said last time, we got the IG jumping off at From Hood the Good. Definitely go like the IG page. And that's all about it. Podcast day, Monday. From Hood the Good, baby. Let's go.